Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. Hey. What's up? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. That's the sound your turkey makes before you eat him. Uh, that's the sound. So they do kind of sound like, it's like whenever a dog says like bark. Right, right, right. You know, it's, it's it doesn't quite sound like. Speaking of dogs, there was some like, some, uh, some like, it looks like puppies outside in the parking lot whenever I drove up. They were like cute looking small dogs. Really? Yeah. They didn't have collars on. That's weird. Yeah. Damn. Rolling around. It's freezing cold. Well, no, it's not, no, it's not, cold. not anymore. Not tonight. Yes. That's, That's weird. Beside the point. I'll have to. Uh, let me know if they're, they're there whenever you leave. I'll have to go out and check it out. All right. Well, you're like strange. you're like genuinely worried now. Yeah, I'm genuinely I didn't mean to like to drop that the, bomb on you. I'm genuinely concerned about these puppies, Chris. <laughs> so, John, um, it's Thanksgiving. Yes. And uh, as such, um, I thought we could start the show and name some things that we're thankful for. Okay. As, and in uh, I don't know. This is I don't know how how. How cheesy this is, but it'll be super cheesy and yeah. super heartfelt but, at the same time. Chris. And in, in pop culture, like it in video, can be multiple the, the things. things that we and the things that we uh, maybe something that, that we're thankful for that happened this this year that happened this year. So like it's an event now. Okay, okay, okay. I have to think about this. So you go first. I th- I'm thankful for the fact that we're finally getting a new Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, that continues the original trilogy. Oh my gosh, dude, that's I know that's like, that, amazing. That's kind of cliche, but that's what I'm thankful for. Well, I mean, like that's. That's something that it's it's I, I totally didn't expect it. After Revenge of the Sith, I was like, okay, this is it. It's over. Like, there's no chance. Like, in fact, there were interviews with uh, Lucas where he was like, ah, no, it's it's done. It's it's over. Um, you know, I, I have an idea of what I would do for you know the 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 last trilogy, the the third trilogy. Um, but I just didn't think it was ever going to happen. So yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a, that's a really good one. What are you thankful for? So I am thankful just on a more global scale. I am thankful that, uh, geek culture and, uh, and just the, the things that I love and grew up loving that we grew up loving are pretty big things now. Um, it's, it's a, uh, you know, with Star Wars being as, as big of a deal as it is, and then all of the, the comic book movies and the, you know, just everybody knows who these characters are, who really obscure characters kind of are, you know, with like Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. And, you know, it's, uh, I think, you know, Marvel and Disney and whoever, they've done a really good job of, uh, of, of basically sending all of this stuff out into the the wild and making it uh popular and making it a thing you know where it's it's there's there's household names that just weren't before you You're know right. yeah that's awesome so yeah yeah um speaking of marvel we'll be talking about their new trailer captain later. america civil war civil war civil war <laughs> but first, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> oh man! Uh, so, uh, it being Thanksgiving week, it's been a uh, it's been a shorter work week. So there's been a lot of like just kind of push, you know, to get to get some things done. What's been crazy is 
yes, it's been a it's been a shorter work week, but it has felt just as long oh, as a it, normal week. It really has. Well, even like last week, I remember at the uh, so we came back from California, as everybody knows. We came back from California on um, what was it Tuesday? So we didn't work on Tuesday, but so we worked Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? So it's a three day work week, but that felt incredibly long. Like the, whenever Friday came along, I was like, oh my gosh, playing catch up on all this stuff. Yeah, it's just like I'm so ready for the weekend. Yeah, and the same story here, where it's like it just seems like yesterday and today time was just crawling by oh yeah um also uh so earlier i was uploading some stuff some you know getting some stuff uh, out the door finally um and so i was using a lot of my internet so I, I couldn't play any like online games couldn't play call of duty or something like that so i cracked open my 3ds was playing pokemon right yeah and I essentially finished the story of Pokemon uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Now, that nice. doesn't mean that I'm done with everything. Like, there's a lot of things that you go back and uh, you kind of roam the rest of the world, discover uh, a lot of other things, catch more Pokemon, obviously, fight more people, become the uh, champion of the Elite Four, and uh, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of, there's hours and hours that I haven't quite uh, done on this game yet, but this is, uh, it, it was nice to, to get that campaign, yes. you know, basically the story, and now it's just a lot of uh, a lot of exploration and stuff. So, kind of mini missions. That's awesome. So I've been doing that. I uh, I did that. That was really fun. That's awesome. How about you, Chris? So, John, a couple things have happened. First, I wanted Whoa. to. Uh, we were, last week we talked about our uh, Star Wars Smugglers bounty boxes. That's true. Those came in the mail, John. Mine sits atop my uh, my bookcase. It's pretty impressive, right there. Um, so the the contents of which we should we should have filmed we should film a post unboxing. We could. Yeah. We we, we should. Film us putting the stuff back in the box. <laughs> it's a boxing. Yeah, it's a reverse uh, unboxing video. But uh, it included it's two an pops. It's unboxing. Two pops, Captain Phasma, Chrome Captain Phasma, which is the Holy best looking cow. Captain Phasma pop I've seen. Yeah. Um, well, the other one's just kind of like silver and stuff. Well, so. it's, yeah, it's not shiny. It's yeah, like it's, matte silver paint. Right, right. This is actual chrome shiny paint. Yeah, it's reflecting at me right now. Yes. Like it's it's bright to my eyes. The uh, the other pop uh, is a TIE fighter. Mm -hmm. um, there were two variants of the TIE fighter. We got yeah. the one without the like stripes on the middle. Yeah, we both got means. the same variant though. Yeah. I was kind of I was kind of hoping that one of us would get the other variant. Right. Um, but we did not. It also included a, a pin. Yep. With like I think the first order on it, Kylo yep. Ren and the Kylo first order. Also, there was also a first order patch, like a flight patch for uh, Tie Fighters. I'm super excited to see what I end up doing with that. Like I'm really I want to put on like a hat or something like because yeah. I, I think in January. So this box was themed the uh, the first, first order. order, and the next box is going to be themed the Resistance. Yep. So I'm thinking maybe of getting like a flat bill cap or something like that, and then sewing those two patches on like the front of that. Hat I mean, I'm or hoping something. that there's like a a Tie Fighter patch and i can like get a flight jacket Ooh, sew it on that that'd be super cool or yeah. like an x-wing patch oh my god yeah something that'd be so much fun uh so and then it also had um a, a lanyard in it yep um a star wars and funko pop branded uh lanyard yep i don't use a lot of lanyards in my day-to-day -day life yeah i don't either i'm not I, really a lanyard guy so i so i work for, from home and so there's no reason for me to have a lanyard like there's no like there's no keys that i carry around i mean i'm just not a like I need to carry my keys around my neck, kind of person. I have a it's true a carabiner. I put it on my you belt loops. Massively like heavy carabiner. So like if you hung all of the keys <laughs> that you carry on the carabiner right. around your neck, like I feel like it would just strain your neck all day. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, I definitely wouldn't keep it on all day. Right. Um, plus, they're all just jingling around there on your chest. That's kind of weird. Um, but the, I was thinking today, just some, random scrap metal hanging around put, your neck. I'm just <laughs> thinking about the the implications of like. Anything you bump into a wall, it's like it'll hurt you. Yeah, 
Yeah. Sometimes it's beneficial to put um, flash drives on uh, lanyards. Ah, that's a good point. So that's what I'm kind of thinking. I'll uh, put it on one of my flash drives so that I uh, don't lose track of it whenever I have it places. That is a really good idea. I should do that. I have two two new, new flash drives. Nice. Um, and uh, they're like these kind of like armored, rubbered things. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I need it. Ah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I yeah. might use it for that. There you go. It's great. It, it matches too. It's red and black. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. It'll be perfect. The last item was a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, mine had Captain Phasma on it. Yours has just a regular... Uh, flame Trooper. Yeah, Flame Trooper. It has a Flame Trooper on um, it, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude, and I, I like that there's variants. Like, I like that that they uh, that if you get the box, you don't get the same exact thing as like I would. I didn't get exactly the same thing as right. you did. We got most of the same stuff, right? Um, but not exactly the same. So. The the one the one bummer on my side of things is the the shirt, the large. I, I ordered a large. Okay, so like yeah. Large is always my safe bet, okay? Yeah. Um, because, like, sometimes, like, what's, it's weird. Like, you know, sometimes I'll try on a shirt, I wear a small. Other times I wear a large. Um, so, like, I always go with large if it's like I don't really know. Right. This large was just huge. Yeah. It's like billowy and <laughs> it's like I'm wearing a pillowcase almost. Yeah. And, like, and so, long. so the boxes, like, I did the uh, the Marvel um, Funko box, uh, Collector Core box. Yeah. And so the first shirt that I got in those, it, it, was, it was small, right? Yeah. And then after I washed it, it got even smaller. I made the mistake of accidentally like drying oh, it. Oh man! And so it got even smaller, like to the point where like I don't know if I will ever really wear it again. Oh yeah. Um. And then the next shirt was an Ant Man shirt, right? Yeah. And it was a little bit big. Yeah. And I've in fact dried that one, and it actually fits pretty well now after I dried it, and it's you know it's smaller. Um. And these are all mediums. And then so then the Star Wars shirt comes. I said a medium or whatever, hoping yeah. that it would air more on the side of the second shirt than the first shirt or yeah. whatever. And I put it on, and it's perfect. So ah. it's like it's you know the three bears situation here. <laughs> so. so you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. But yeah. all in all, a great box. We calculated yeah. like it's it's like a it's like twenty five bucks. They say there's fifty dollars worth of stuff in there. Yeah. With shipping, it's like thirty dollars. Yeah, it's like thirty one. But uh, we calculated like that it's uh, about $60 worth of stuff in there. Yeah, and at least this first one, you know, because it's like you got the two pop figurines, you've got the shirt, which mm -hmm. is awesome, mm -hmm. um, and then you've got these patches and the pin and, and yeah. the lanyard. Um because like even whenever we were calculating it, we had forgotten about the lanyard for a right. minute there, and so then we threw that in. It's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm excited to have like this is a subscription box. I'm I'm kicking it behind. Like I'm gonna have like with the Marvel one. I, I kind of will go in and out of it where, right. uh, you know, we came up on uh, Secret Wars, I think mm -hmm. it was. And I was like, I'm not really reading the Secret Wars comics right now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to pass on this box because yeah. I don't know what's going to be in it. But then, you know, as soon as we get to Captain America Civil War, back on board or even, that box. Even though I think, I think I'm going to get it for next month, it's Guardians of the Galaxy themed. That's right. That's right. You've been uh, – you, and they came out with a teaser trailer, which we don't really know how to, like – I don't know. I don't know if they're teasing what's in the box. I don't know if they're just teasing, <laughs> teasing the box. There is a box. Right. I think that's what it was. It was like, hey, buy this as a gift for your friends and family. Yeah, for Christmas. Because yeah. it was uh, it was the Funko Pop, like uh, 3D generated Funko Pop figures yeah. unwrapping the the, the box. Although if, if they chose to put Rocket and Groot inside there, I would not be uh, unhappy. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're saying that it's going to be a, uh, a Christmas themed That'd be wild. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy box. I kind of like don't. I kind of would with a Santa Claus hat on. Kind of wouldn't want that. I mean, it seems like that would be that would be like a non-timeless thing. Yeah, like year-round. I don't know that I would display that. Right. Um, but yeah, the Star Wars box. 
totally on board. Yep. I, I mean, until it becomes something where it's like, oh, I don't like what's in this box, right. I probably will just keep oh, it around. Yeah. Just, just let it roll. You yeah, know? for sure. Because it's like a surprise every box. And you're like, oh my gosh. I was super excited whenever mine came in the mail. Yeah. Well, you. So like, I didn't think that mine was going to come in the mail because uh, I checked my mail earlier in the day. It came on mm. Saturday. Um, I checked my mail at like 2 o'clock and it wasn't there. I'm like, oh man, it didn't come. And then uh, you texted me later that day and you're like, oh, I got my box. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Where's my box? I'm going to yeah. have to wait till Monday or something like well, that. Because you had gotten your email saying, hey, we shipped the box. Yeah. And I had stupidly set up the uh, the account online with the wrong email address, <laughs> as we talked about, I think, last week on the podcast. And so I ended up changing it. So I never got the notification of like, hey, your box is shipped. Um, but mine showed up. I, I was hoping that it might. And I, I opened, uh, opened up the mail on Saturday and had it. Um, but, dude, I've seen the mail guys around here driving around um, – like super, super late at night. Like I've seen the mail trucks being, you know, Saturday, it'll be like eight or nine o'clock at night and they're still driving around. That's crazy. It seems really strange. Like I feel like that is, I don't know if I was a mail person that I would not be happy about driving around it, you know, on Saturday at like nine o'clock, but maybe, you know, maybe that's uh that's just their shift. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Through no, rain, sleet, sleet, snow, snow. The only thing that can stop them is holidays. Well, yeah, and uh, and I guess whenever did the uh, did the mail stop back? Whenever there was there's always the the thing with the government, like where it's like, oh, we're not going to be able to deliver the mail. Oh, I mean, no, that, that never know. happened, right? Yeah, no, that no didn't that's happen. what I thought. Yeah, so anyway, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty much what I've been up to this week. Well, that's good. Yeah, I've well, been playing, playing some Call of Duty and playing some uh, some Fallout, but that's about it. We've gotten pretty close on the zombies. Uh, like, well, close. no, we've, we've got, not gotten close at that's, all. That's true. We've gotten close to step two of the zombies. Uh, <laughs> the zombies Easter eggs. So um, we'll have to let everyone know whenever we end up completing that. Yes, and we'll describe it in detail, in great detail, and maybe even review it. Yes, as it were. Yes. Um. So, Chris. It, do you want to dive into these trailers? Oh yeah, is this are these news? Yeah, sure. They're the news. The news. The news. So Chris, yeah. Before we get into the trailers, yes. The awesome talk about the trailers. There's a bit of news uh, that I I think I blew your mind a little bit. Yeah, with. I'm still in shock. Uh huh. So over this. so here's the uh, the headline is Activision Blizzard buys Candy Crush Maker in Mobile Push. Um, and that, that's the title from a Reuters article. Um, so video game maker Activision Blizzard will pay Candy Crush Saga creator King Digital Entertainment $5.9 billion as the heavyweight of console PC gaming makes a major push into faster growing mobile market. What? So Chris. What? $5.9 billion. John, do you realize that is more, that's more than... Disney spent on Star Wars. Yes. They bought Star Wars for $4 billion. This is practically $6 billion they just spent. <laughs> saying Candy Crush <laughs> is more valuable than Star Wars. Mm -hmm. The entire what, Star Wars franchise. That's what we're John. saying. And, yeah, and Industrial Light and Magic. And, I mean, like, all of these companies. The, in, the entire I don't think they, they don't own... Yeah, they do own Lucasfilm. Yeah, they own Lucasfilm and Industrial Light and Magic and all of those companies. The video game franchises, the... I mean, it's just... Oh, it's, it's my mind goodness, blowing. John. They could have... Okay, so for Oculus extra, Rift. Yeah. Okay, two yeah. billion. Yeah, so they could have bought... Activision could have bought Star Wars uh -huh. and Oculus yep. 
for, for the same amount of money that they bought the makers of Candy Crush. Minecraft for 2.5 is what Microsoft bought Minecraft for. Yeah, so for an extra, you know, $600,000, or not $600 million, rather, they would have been able to buy Star Wars and Minecraft. This is outrageous, John. What in the world? Outrageous. So uh, another fun fact about this. Yes. Uh, so back in March, um, NPR uh, Planet Money podcast, mm-hmm. they did a uh, podcast on the top ten most shorted companies. Yeah. Um, and can- the King Digital, Candy Crush's creators, were number six on the list of the most shorted companies uh, in in the stock market. Basically people who uh, think they're going to fail. Yeah, so you can either buy stock in a company and then say, okay, I want to buy this stock and then I'll sell it whenever the value of the stock goes up. Like, So the, the company's right. value goes up, I'm going to sell it then. But this is the opposite of that, basically. You, well, um, you want to you buy it, it goes up, and then you want to sell it real fast before something bad happens. So, uh, so the way like, yeah, so the way shorting works is you basically tell your broker, yeah, I want to I wanna short this company and they buy some shares and they sell them immediately. Right. Yeah. And then you have promised them by saying, I want to short this company. You've promised them to rebuy those shares at a later date at whatever the price is. So basically, if the if the stock price plummets, you rebuy them at a lower price than they sold them for. And so you make the difference. So there is a limited amount that you'll make off of a short. But then if you if the company price stock goes up, you could lose an infinite amount of money. So there's a like this is there are people out there confident enough that King is gonna is not gonna do well. They're not that, gonna do it anymore because they're basically part of Activision. Exactly, and so basically the uh, the the people who um, had shorted every person who has shorted King Digital is now just crying. I mean, it makes sense just because you know it's like okay, I mean these these even some a bit a large let's say mobile developer yeah um, like Zynga yeah okay. Uh, they are failing slash on the rocks, you know, yeah, like, dude. maybe not failing. That's a strong word, but like they're not doing as well as they used to. So like right. that kind of stuff happens. And so yeah. I don't know, this is, this is weird and mind boggling. This goes back to kind of our discussion. We probably had over a year ago at this point yeah, now yeah. where we were talking about like what makes a gamer a gamer are candy people who play candy crush every day. Are they gamers? Are they gamers just as much as a call of duty player who plays call of duty? Every Apparently day? Activision thinks so. Yeah. I mean, and, and so, I mean, yeah, you get into, you get into, hey, are these, these people, you know, are they gaming, are they not? But, but they just, like, whoever was a stockholder at this company just made so much money. It is, it, it, it's just boggling in my mind that, yeah. that Candy Crush is worth $6 billion. Yeah, dude. I, I, and, and I don't know, even know, like, okay, so there were, um, and I, I didn't look up a ton, like a, a ton of the super details of this, but apparently there's a little bit of like tax ramifications for this, where it would potentially benefit Activision that way. But it's like that is a lot of money to just buy anything for. Like yeah. it's just that's so much money. Oh yeah, no, let me, let me go with my six billion. I'll buy. Uh, I'll buy something real quick, John. Right. And so like my thing is, I'm wondering. You know, Activision doesn't have a mobile division. They don't have a big like mobile branch or whatever. They have a. Uh, they have Blizzard has Hearthstone. Yeah. And they have this massive you know success with that, but they don't really have like anything for other franchises that they have. So 
they just bought one. But do you think that they're going to uh, to use them to develop games for their other franchises? So I don't know, man. Think about King and like they've come up with the like Candy Crush and they've come up with like Match Three games. I mean, these are the types of games they come up with. Not these like short things, but it's not like how do you make a Call of Duty like Match Three <laughs> gun game or something? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how you how you take the experience that King has and infuse it into something that is uh, wholeheartedly like Activision Blizzard. Right. Like I really don't know how. I that mean, works. I don't know that you do. I think you know it's kind of like Microsoft buying in Minecraft where you just like leave it alone and let it make you money. True, true. And it may be something, you know, where, so it may but be But what do they do if it doesn't, I mean, I guess, I mean, they're projecting, you know, usually with these kind of things, they're projecting they're at least make their money back. Yeah, I $6 mean, you, billion dollars you worth. would hope so, I think, you know? How many people are buying, like, upgrades and stuff in this app so and why okay. so so there's there's a little bit of like marketing speak in some of this but there's like they they uh in the press release or whatever they say 500 million users of candy crush uh, and their apps so and that's stuff. probably so, people who have logged on once right so least. it's like i probably have i probably i mean i, I remember uh i've downloaded i didn't play and i just deleted candy crush or whatever yeah uh, we have we have friends who play candy crush you know or yeah. whatever but it, you know so those people whether they play now or they've played in the past they've had 500 million users. So think about the dollar amount per user that we're paying. Like it doesn't even make any sense that way. Okay, so how many how many users? So 500, 500 million. million users. Okay, so each each user would have to spend um what? $12 each in order for that to make sense. And, and then there's going to be people who don't spend on, any. So yeah, let's do the let me see. So that'd be Yeah, $12 each. Is it? I think nice. That would make sense. Yeah, that yeah, it makes sense. I just did the math in my head. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that's not much. It's not much. But, I guess. And there's probably people who paid who've done more than that. I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's just like that's insane, John. Chris, I mean, it would take so long to recoup your costs too, because like I can't imagine a company like you know, I, I can't imagine that within the next. You know, because we, I guess, Minecraft. Whenever Microsoft bought Minecraft, they were thinking we're gonna make our money back within a year or two. Yeah. Like they said, hey, we're gonna make our money back within a year. Our plan yeah. is to make our money back within the year, and then you know, profit on top of that. This type of a deal, this is so much more money than that. I can't imagine that Candy Crush makes nearly as much as Minecraft does. Like, because they don't have the merchandising, they don't have, uh, you know, creepers in. Hastings or in your stores or in Hot Topics on the shirts and stuff. They don't have that side of it with Candy Crush. Um, and so I it's can't literally imagine. literally just app, in-app purchases. Right. And I can't imagine that they have enough in-app purchases to recoup $6 billion within the next three or four years. I really can't it's imagine. Insane. And think about how much the market changes in mobile and it changes in video games and technology in that amount of time. Like, so if you're even saying, okay, within three years, we should recoup this. I mean, things are going to be completely different in three years. Yeah. I mean, the user base of a, uh, of a mobile app like that goes in and out really quickly. So yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. This it's is weird. This is mind boggling. <laughs> that's for sure. And I don't know how else to, uh, to break it down other than that. <laughs> I don't either, man. Moving on. Yes. Trailers. Trailer time. So let's talk about the Legends of Tomorrow trailer. Yes. All right. So set up the backstory for this, John. Where, why, what, what, what's up with this show? Where's it coming from? Yeah. Like, how does it relate to other shows? So CW has, uh, has a family of, of DC Comics shows. We have uh, CW's Arrow and CW's Flash. Um, we both do well, like we do podcasts about these shows, so you should check those out at StayOnTargetPodcast.com called Arrow on Target and Flash on Target. Um, and so these shows, like we, the, you know, they set up these shows. 
and we had the spinoff of The Flash from The Arrow. It was a success. And so now they're spinning off a lot of the uh, extra characters from these two shows into Legends of Tomorrow while also introducing some new characters, dude. All right, so the new trailer, we'll post it at stayintargetpodcast.com in this post, yeah. this podcast post. Um, it's basically setting up, I think it's honestly just probably images from the first episode. Like, this doesn't yeah. look like it's probably much more than that because it, it includes it includes Arrow. Doesn't I didn't see Flash, but I, I I supposedly Flash they're all. both in this uh, pilot episode. Mm. That's what I've heard. It would make sense. Uh, and also, I think I saw like a shot. Okay, so there's an explosion in there. And I think that explosion was actually from the f- original uh, Firestorm episode on Flash. Um, that big, huge, like, mushroom cloud or whatever that goes up whenever a firestorm, like, he runs him out there and he goes, like, nuclear. They're implying that that's the, uh, the bad guy, though. That's what the cut name? would have you believe, but it looks very, very similar to, uh, to one of the shots from The Flash, um, last season. Um, so, oh, anyway, well, let's, yes, well, let's not get caught up on that, but okay. let's, let's go through, like, okay, what's the setup? Who are these characters? Like they have a, they've introduced the big bad. Um, yeah. They have basically a team leader. Um, who, all, who's all that? So the, uh, that doesn't even make sense. Rip Hunter. Who are those people? Who are those people? Rip Hunter is the uh, is the team leader. Who is he? I know nothing. In the comics, uh, Rip Hunter. Which comics? The DC comics. I know, but was he in his own Rip Hunter comic? Uh, he has been in really? uh, some of his own. So he was mm. in uh, in Time Hunters. Uh, oh, okay. There was a couple of miniseries that where things were messed with in the time stream, and he was going through and trying to fix them, and it, you know. Basically, that's the same story here, mm. um, where you have Rip Hunter who comes in and he, he grabs the team um, from Arrow and Flash, all of these extra characters, and he's taking them back in time, it seems like. Um, and I imagine we'll probably travel through various time periods throughout the course of the season of the show. Oh, yeah. That'd be super sweet. They show the uh, the 70s right. in this one. Um, and he's a really interesting character. He's uh, you know he's He's got a secret base like a fortress of solitude type place yeah. that doesn't exist in the time stream like so it exists outside of the time stream and he hangs out there like you think that's where the they're gonna hang out i don't know i mean they're in his ship for a lot of it um which is invisible um and uh but i'm not sure if they're gonna hang out at in his like fortress of solitude area um very much in the show at all with that um the villain vandal savage is his name and uh, vandal savage if you have watched the Justice League from the animated series, yeah. Vandal Savage is a kind of a recurring villain that happens on that show as well. And man, he is super threatening and immortal. Um, and so he rises to power and attempts to take over the world in various timelines in, in the uh, Justice League. And so they get thrown back into the past in the Justice League and have to deal with uh, Vandal Savage, who has taken over, and they have to change the timeline and keep him from from taking over. So I'm I'm anticipating that being very much the same story here. Um, Vandal Savage is a really evil dude. Let's just let's just leave it at that. He's a lot had a lot of years to be really really evil. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's that one. The action looks incredible, man. I, uh, I'm super excited about this team as well. Um, Hawk girl and Hawkman are in this show and Hawk girl. We've, we've actually met the character of Hawk girl on the flash. Um, and man, I'm super excited to see where those two characters are in, in the animated series, the justice league animated series. Yeah. Hawk girl is always one of my favorite characters. Um, just with her attitude and the, and the way, uh, that she interacts with other people. So, yeah, I love the I love the, uh, the team up. I, I love the way that they've been setting it up on flash and arrow, like setting yeah. up this team, um, and kind of like, 
providing good backstories for some of these characters, like several of them over the past year or so, um, yeah. which is really cool. And uh, more than even like the Flash got whenever um, they introduced him on Arrow to spin off that show. For sure. I think that this is a really unique take. This feels uh, more like something like, I know it's not not exactly this, but it feels more like Doctor Who or something like that where mm. we're going and solving different kind of like problems within the time stream. I hope, like, yeah. I like the fact that there's a big bad right off the bat because we've talked about how like there's the, the downside of both Arrow and Flash is whenever they don't have that. They have like freakily weak kind of stuff. And that's kind of the same deal with Supergirl like right now. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like every single week, different villain dumb explanation for why they're there and <laughs> i didn't i didn't really want to see that again yeah i do like the fact that there's this immortal being who is just moving through time and they have to uh to defeat him in, in different points um in order to uh, to get rid of him although although mm-hmm. let's say this i hope that the big bad that they're teasing isn't just like the first pilot episode big bad and then it's freak of the week after that yeah i mean so the other the other yeah, issue you get into whenever you're whenever you have like multiple bad guys each week like to where you have we have somebody throwing other villains at you is wherever even if you have a big bad right so in flash we have this uh we have the professor zoom or or whatever um and so he's actually throwing other villains at the flash so while you do know who the ultimate villain is if you don't face them or if you aren't you know um butting heads against them pretty consistently it doesn't really feel that ominous it, it tends to feel more like that uh you know the the, the monster of the week kind of thing you know yeah it, it, so it doesn't necessarily just you know just knowing that he exists that doesn't really solve this issue if potentially oh well i've got a different robot every week that i'm going to send at you or i've got a you know a, a different you know underling lieutenant that i'm going to send your way every week so hopefully that doesn't happen Yes, I agree with that. Um, all in all, it looks like a lot of action. Yeah. A lot of um, like a lot of the characters on here have been um, not uh, comedic reliefs solely comedic reliefs on the shows, but they have had humor um, to them uh, yeah. more so than like Arrow or Flash, like the main characters. So it's it's gonna be cool. I think this just looks like a fun show. It yeah, looks I- like a lot a lot of fun. There's a lot of action, a lot of comedy. Just um, yeah, like. It's going to be a fun show. Yeah, dude. It's, it seems like this is the uh, – it feels like this is such a team-up. You know, yeah. it's, it's such a uh, Justice League of America kind right. of feel where it's like there are – you know, Batman, he can have his, you know, really dark stuff or so. I guess in this case, Oliver can have his really dark stuff going yeah. on in Arrow. The Flash can have his fun and, you know, really serious stuff going on over there. Yeah. But we're just going to team up and have a really good time punching yeah. people. The uh, I think the other interesting um, dynamic in this team will be – uh, having villains mixed in with heroes. Yeah. Uh, you have Captain Cold and Heat Wave mixed in with uh, the Atom and White Canary and yeah. Hawkman, Hot Girl. That, that, I mean, that'll be cool. Um, and, and I think we'll provide an avenue for different kinds of stories to be told within this team. Right. And there's something that we've talked about. I mean, this is going to run. Is this running concurrently with uh, Flash and Arrow at any uh, point? No, let me look it up. I think it's it, I don't think it's super super long. Let me let me verify this, but I think it's it's uh, airing here in the mid-season break right. while Flash and Arrow are not um, on and I think it's like a, a truncated season. Yeah, it starts on I know the date that it starts. Like so January 27th is whenever it starts. It's like a Thursday night is whenever it will air. But the the 16, question Yeah, 16 episodes. 
So it, it, it will probably, like, by the time um, Flash and Arrow come back, let's see when they come back. That's a decent chunk of episodes. I mean, if you think about a, a normal season, that's about half of a normal season, you know? I mean, or, or a little bit more than half of a normal season of television. Yeah, so um, it looks like, well, I mean... Uh, so, so if you assume 22 episodes for a season, 16 episodes is a little over half of that. There will probably be a crossover or something, I would assume, like a spring crossover. They're doing a fall crossover event between Arrow and Flash, and yeah. I would assume they're going to do a, a spring one as well. It'll probably include Legends of Tomorrow because it looks like um, like Flash comes back from mid-season break on January 26th. Arrow, I'm sure, somewhere around there. So they'll yeah, overlap so they'll a little bit. Yeah, they'll be kind of o- overlapping, yeah. yeah. Um, so my question, I guess, about the timeline of this, like where does this fall and, and what are the ramifications of this in the other shows? I mean, if they keep it pretty tight and then they you know, bring the characters back, I mean, I guess with time travel, you can bring them back to any point in time. So they, you know, if while they may have experienced years of their lives going and saving the timeline, they could potentially bring them back a few minutes after they left uh, the current timeline. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they'll pull something like that where it won't have that big of ramifications on uh, these other shows. Because it would be nice to see some of these characters maybe team up uh, with Flash and Arrow on the season finales um, of their shows. You yeah. Know, so, so bring them back around that time. So the only other thing about like this that's weird to me is is we're losing those two villains, Heatwave and Captain Cold, are some of the coolest villains on the Flash. Uh, so I don't necessarily like the idea of losing them to this show altogether. So that would also open the door to let them come back a little bit on the Flash. So. Yeah, I don't know. Be awesome. It'd be really fun if they teased other things, like if they changed something in the timeline and it changes in the uh, <laughs> next week's episode. That would of just the Flash get confusing, man. Be really funny. Uh, moving on to something a little darker and not as fun. Yeah, Captain it's America. A, it's still a team up, Chris. Captain America: Civil War. The Civil War. This trailer, man. Whoa. So the, I saw it, it dropped last night um, and I saw on Twitter all of these posters and all these and it meant every single one of them was ominous. You know, you have uh, there's uh, the flip side posters of the uh, Iron Man mm-hmm. fighting, like punching Captain America's shield. right? Yeah. And then you have the next one is Iron Man is the opposite side of this where Captain America is shoving a shield at uh, Iron Man. So, I mean, it's like there's. And there's, there's these the, two sides. Then there's the face-off between Tony Stark and uh, and Captain America, and the, the tagline for the, all these is "Divided we fall." Yeah, man, I don't know if I'm ready for this, John. I don't know if I'm ready for it either. So the trailer, diving into some of the details of the trailer, like it seems like things center around uh, Bucky. Yeah, a lot. Um, yeah. seems like you know the world is a still a pretty wild place. It's not like you know by saving the day last time it. They saved the world. I mean, it seems I mean, like somebody's framing Bucky, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe that. Like, I mean, I don't. They, yeah, they. I mean, I don't think that you need to frame Bucky because Bucky like was a villain in the last Captain America. True, you know. Was, so I could see how the government would. It's basically like okay, now there's there's finally um, a large rift, and we kind of saw that in the last Captain America and in, in Avengers, a large rift between Captain America and the the federal government. Right. Last time we kind of played it off in in terms of well, Hydra infiltrated Shield, and so they were making all the bad decisions. And it's like, no, like we've dealt with this before in right. Iron Man, um, and like Iron Man Two, especially whenever he's you know in front of the Senate Armed Forces Committee and they're yeah. demanding he turn over the Iron Man suit. He's like, no, like you guys don't know what you're talking about. And what's interesting is seeing um, Tony Stark kind of toe the government line in this movie. Yeah, uh, it seems like he's like, oh, uh, I think what's the quote? He says. Um, so if if we don't have if we don't answer to anyone then we're no better than uh than 
the people we fight or something like that. Yeah. And um, so it seems like he's uh, Stark is a little more pro, like, hey, just do what you're told kind of thing. Yeah. And that's a super anti anti Tony Stark. At least it seems like it. You know, like it feels like. It. And I thought the same thing. Where I was like, okay, so now you know, I thought that he would potentially be on the opposite side of this, right? Um, but if I think about the events of Age of Ultron, so right. Avengers Age of Ultron, he basically created this or or unleashed rather this ai that was uh that almost destroyed the world mm-hmm. that almost took over the world and so like i could see his character being very torn about that mm. you know the fact that he's the one who caused it yeah um and he's the one who you know unleashed this horrid thing uh, across the world so he's looking at it and maybe saying that to himself saying if i don't answer to someone mm. uh then i'm obviously going to release a thousand ultrons into the world mm. you know and, and it's going to be a, a a terrible thing. So I don't he know. Just, like, and I, I, I really, um, I like the, the fact that the rivalry between Captain America and Iron Man is coming to a head. Like that's been around since the first Avengers. Yeah. And, um, and honestly, like Tony Stark, he, he's on, he makes everyone bristle a little, Yeah, you oh, know? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's always been a power struggle almost between those two of them. Like who's, who's actually calling the shots? Who's in charge? Well, and if you think about it, it really doesn't, it goes back to Tony's father. Um, yeah. because well, know, Captain America didn't really like him right. whenever he first met him. Um, I don't think that's the reason that Tony hates him, but no, yeah, like, yeah, they, there was that, uh, the, they alluded to that, you know, kind of like there was even a rivalry between the Starks and the, uh, the Rogers yeah. back then. Yeah. I mean, and so just accelerating that to now today and, and to, to light fires under this all along the way. Cause even in age of Ultron, you saw them, um, disagree and butt heads about, you know, uh, Technology and and even Captain Creating America. the vision, I think. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they were at complete opposite sides of that spectrum, too, until Thor came in and just solved their right. solved their problem. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really excited about this movie. Yeah. Dude, I'm excited about the new characters that we're going to see uh, in it. Yeah, we, we, so we see the Black Panther. Um, we see him in the trailer. We do not see Spider-Man, who is also in this movie. So, do you think Spider Man's in this movie, or do you think he's a near? You know, maybe he comes in near the end. Do you no, think he's I mean, maybe? Uh, I don't know how large of a role he plays, but like the rumors. Are, so we know he's in the movie, right? For sure. Um, the room and the rumors, which seemed I thought were true at the time, um, but who knows? Uh, were that? So originally, whenever Marvel didn't have control over Spider Man, Spider Man plays a large role in the Civil War storyline in the comics, right? And they were replacing Spider Man with Black Panther in the movie. Then once uh, Marvel got control of Spider-Man, hmm. Black Panther's role, the number one, his movie got pushed, mm-hmm. and then Black Panther's role in um, Avenger, or sorry, in Civil War was largely diminished. That's what everyone had heard. Maybe just the reshoots, maybe they, like they haven't gotten um, gotten through that footage in time for to make mm. the trailer or something. I don't know. Like with. Uh, with Spider-Man, the other thing is maybe we don't even see him in a trailer just because like they haven't really introduced him yet. Like so, uh, yeah, and they know. like to, they like to kind of introduce characters before they just put them into a movie, you know. And so maybe this is that introduction for Spider-Man, and then in the next uh, Avengers movie, he'll play a, a huge role. It's I mean, gonna be it's gonna be interesting, yeah. Like seeing them, how do they handle introducing both Black Panther and um, uh, and Spider-Man, and then basically. Um, uh, reintroduce. I'm trying to think of his name. I'm looking it up. The right Falcon? Now. No, 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 no. Uh, there was um, in, the guy from Incredible Hulk. The uh, oh, general, yeah, General. 
He's in William, this movie too. Yeah, he was. He was there. He was the one who was giving the speech to um, uh, to Tony Stark, saying, or sorry, to Captain America, saying, "You're a vigilante." Wow. Like that's that's General Ross. Yeah, dude, I didn't even know he was in this. Like, I didn't notice that that was the the same person. I mean, I, I guess it, part of it is I don't necessarily associate the the Incredible Hulk movie with the current Marvel universe. You know, yeah. um, it's so vastly different tonally that it, I I don't necessarily put it in the same. And they've you know they recast the Hulk and everything. But it, right. you're right, it is in that timeline. It does exist in this universe. So. Right. Well, I mean, wow. the whole, yeah, I think the only thing the thing that gets confusing is the fact that yeah, it's Mark Ruffalo instead of Edward Norton. Yeah, and Mark Ruffalo does such a good job with the Hulk that you're just like, man, you know, you kind of you kind of forget that Edward Norton was yeah. him. You know, but we haven't seen General Ross since then, and now we're reintroducing him in Captain America: Civil War. Let's God, let's go down wild. down the list again of all the Marvel characters in this movie. All right, uh, it's it's going to be amazing. All right, Black Widow, Captain America, Iron Man, Scarlet Witch. Ant-Man, uh, Falcon, Hawkeye, Vision, Winter Soldier, Spider-Man, Agent 13, again, from uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Yep. Crossbones, Black Panther, Stanley, obviously, War Machine, General Ross, uh, and looks like that's it. Except for, uh, I was going to bring up here, someone as I passed it real fast. Who is Aunt May? Uh, that's gonna be uh, Spider Man's Aunt May. Oh, Aunt May, yes. Okay, so Aunt May's in this. <laughs> uh, who, who is Christine Everhart? Is she a character? Uh, I don't Leslie know. Leslie Bibb is playing her. Apparently, this is from IMDb that I'm reading. Um, and then there is one more. Uh, that looks I know like of. Martin Freeman is in this, playing who knows who. That's it amazing. Doesn't say that's amazing. Yeah, this who, is this is insane, John. That's wild. This is like either like an what Avengers. If, two what point, if Bilbo Baggins just runs out there? I mean, I'd be okay with it, honestly. If he had the Ring of Power <laughs> and, and Sting, yeah, and Sting. <laughs> I mean, he's invisible, man. None of the other <laughs> Avengers are invisible. They could, uh, they could, they could benefit by this. That being said, he could be there in every movie, and you wouldn't even notice. True, he's been in every Marvel movie, John. <laughs> he's just invisible. He's like so. They're gonna have a Bilbo Baggins Marvel edition. <laughs> Uh, movie where it's it's where we we basically see every movie from his perspective. That would be awesome. <laughs> he's just like dodging things in Iron Man. <laughs> he's grabbing onto somebody's boot, flying around. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that fight in the woods between uh, Captain America um, and Thor <laughs> in Avengers. Yeah, he was he was behind one of those trees. He was like in the tree, and as it fell down, he jumps out. Yeah, <laughs> just. <laughs> or was that was that Iron Man and Thor? Uh, no, that uh, I don't know. I Thor it was Iron was, Man, Thor. Thor was doing something in that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, crazy dude. Like it's it's. Oh, well, I guess my point was this is either like an Avengers two point five or something like that, or it's like this is it's basically just like Avengers minus the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, and, and I know the the story revolves around Captain America. Yeah, and I think that the. Um, yeah, the catalyst is is from his world. If you think about the uh, the Captain America movies, Bucky yeah. is been, has been the through line in every single one. But I would basically. I would I would almost say that you know the Avengers one was almost kind of a Thor movie in terms of like he was the catalyst for that happening. True. Um, the and then like I think you know Avengers two is kind of an Iron Man movie. He was the catalyst for that happening. True. Uh, so the Hulk. 
like this is something I I wanted to bring up. Like I think they said that they didn't want the Hulk in this one because who whatever, whichever side he's on mm. is obviously you know gonna win or whatever. Well, I don't know about that. Exactly. That's what my thought was. I mean, we had uh, Tony Stark took him down in the last yeah. movie. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It just it, yeah. Anyway, so I I would like to have seen or the Hulk. What would be hilarious is if he, they had had him. Uh, so Bruce Banner's in it. He's the, the voice of reason the whole time. Yeah. And doesn't uh, doesn't actually <laughs> turn t- into the Hulk. He's just out there. Now, guys, you can't fight. He's like, wait, 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 wait. You need to apologize to each other and give each other a hug. And no, 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 no Tony, stop. <laughs> Dude, that'd be really funny. So at the end of this trailer, I do want to do want to point out there is the amazing moment whenever Bucky and Captain America oh, are both man. just beating Iron Man and Iron Man's holding his own obviously. Yeah. And there's like they're they're tossing the shield back and forth, hit bouncing it off of Iron Man. Dude, gosh. I don't know. Like that's almost not a fair fight, man. Um the other thing is like that line right before that whenever um basically I think Captain America says something along the lines of I'm sorry, I have to do this. He's my friend. And mm. then Tony Stark says I was too. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, man, you, ah, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where this, like, goes. And the, other, the thing that I want to make sure is is good in this, I mean, obviously, they've had the rivalry. Um, yeah. Captain America and uh, Tony Stark have had this rivalry the whole yeah. time, right? But it's really going to have to sell me on, like, what, why? Because yeah. at the end of the last movie, we were working together and we're, you know, we weren't arguing or whatever. I mean, it was... Everything was good. So it's going to have to really give me a good reason why this is happening. Yeah, ag- agreed. And I think it will have to also maintain both of their motives in our minds so that in our in the, the viewer's mind, neither yeah. one of them becomes a quote-unquote villain. Right. You know? And you've already pointed out, you know, the, uh, the jump between, like, Tony Stark uh, in... I, I guess Captain the America. last or Iron Man. Iron Man 2. Yeah, Iron Man 2. And then, you know, the the Tony Stark of this movie, apparently. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, we got to... Let's merge some of these gaps. Let's bring these yeah. in. And, and when, in the setup, I, re- I really just want to believe it. You know, I want to believe what's going on. It'll it'll be interesting also just to see how dark they get with it. Now, you know, like, yeah. do, we, do we end this movie um, still divided? I don't like, know. Or, or is there a? It doesn't seem like there is a, a large like villain that they're fighting. They're like, like largely just fighting each other. And like the name Civil War suggests that, you know, hey, we're gonna fight each other. You know, like where do we leave this? Um, you mean how does it get better? Does it get better in this movie? That's what I'm I saying. Like, do, do we just kind of end and it's like, well, we just kind of like, you know, does it come to a stalemate and then they kind of just walk away and we have to deal with it later? I feel like that would almost be. Um... I don't know. I mean, that that I I don't know how much I would like that. It almost seems like that's uh, doing Act One and Act Two of any story, you know. And then unless they make it like maybe. A, I mean, the res- I mean, that's the thing though. Like you think about things like you know, The Empire Strikes Back, or you know, even like yeah. we talked about the the first half of Mockingjay in the yeah. Hunger Games, where it's like there's resolution there, and and I like how it resolves. Even you know, like yeah, I mean, I like sometimes resolution isn't always good. Right. You know, it's not a good resolution. It still resolves though. So like right. we could pull one of those and it's like, it's gotta be something shocking though. It's gotta be, I mean, at the, I mean, do you think anybody dies? Like that's the other thing It's like, does anybody die in this? I mean, in the trailer, you see the winter soldier with roadies like neck in his hand. Uh, I don't know, and, man. and so it's like, you know, maybe I mean the only Marvel 
hero that that we've killed so far is uh, Quicksilver. That's the only one who's died. Yeah. Uh, well, and we killed Ant Man's uh, ant friend, Auntie, or whatever. Oh, good grief! Well, spoilers for Ant Man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, which was one of the most pointless things ever. Remember I, that ant died. I, I just gonna uh, point that out. <laughs> I think if we're going to kill someone. Now would be the time. Like uh, I would say, let's 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 let's. This is all conjecture. Oh yeah. What if they are fighting? They're going at it. Like everything's just going crazy, and then one of them or someone accidentally kills the other one, or someone dies. That would probably be enough for both sides to say, "Hey, let's quit it." Yeah. We just one of us just died. Right. What and are we doing? It probably would be enough. And and that would be uh, one of those non-resolution resolutions. You know, it, it would put a halt to the action. And then it's like basically the ideals don't change. You know, the, uh, the, the mentalities don't change. But they just say basically that, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to tear each other apart if we keep doing this. And right. they just hold off for the day, you know, and, and call it, you know. Basically, just call it for the day and, and revisit it later. Right. Um, what's the next big Marvel movie after this, though? That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking up. I'm looking up the uh, the Marvel release schedule right now, just because I want to see how this fits in with the other movies. Because what if they leave it in that kind of a state? Like, what would be right after that? I mean, we've been kind of dealing with the Infinity Stones and things like that. Yeah. So check this out. Oh, the other person absent from this movie is Thor. Yeah, um, which makes sense. Like he, this is largely seems like a very like Earth based conflict. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, you know, why would he come all the way from Asgard just to uh, deal with it? It's so, a good point. And then, and I mean, honestly, does he have a movie coming up soon? Yeah. Well, uh, so this is let's talk about so this is Phase Three. Did we talk about this recently? We talked about it a long time ago, like okay. about a year ago, I think. This, was like is, this is from Cinema year. Blend. This was updated in October, so this is the okay. most recent article I could find. So we have May 6th of 2016, Captain America Civil War. Okay. Doctor Strange, November 4th. Ah, that... We're going to introduce an entirely new character And kind of probably not even touch the mainline Marvel story right now. Exactly. And then another in 2017, the first movie in 2017, May 5th, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. That's not going to touch this storyline at all. The next yeah. one that might, depending on how this shakes out, is uh, that Spider-Man is the uh, July 2017 movie. You also wonder if maybe that Spider-Man goes back in time and you know tells a story about how Spider-Man came up in, in the events of this thing. Yeah. So, I mean, unless it's a... Uh, it, it depends on if it happens pre or post uh, Civil War. Do what? It, it depends on if it happens pre or post Civil War. I mean, I'm sure. You know? uh, let's see here. Maybe and maybe it happens. I'm, sh- I'm sure it will be after. Like they're. It's not going to like be an origin story. Like I think they already like. I was reading some interview. This is a while ago that they were saying like we've already told the origin story of Spider-Man like three or four times. Like, yeah. Like we don't need an origin story of Spider-Man. And yeah, I sure. agree. I agree. So then uh, the third movie in 2017 is Thor Ragnarok. That's not going to touch on this at all. Yeah, and you wonder if maybe those events overlap a little bit with the uh, the Civil War, and so maybe that's why he didn't get involved or he didn't come. Or, I mean, or I just don't think he would get involved. I mean, it's the same. It's the same kind of question, you know, like in the, in Winter Soldier when it was like, "Well, this is that's an right. Earth shattering event. Why don't they just call Iron Man?" You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, then 2018, the first, the next movie that might like at least deal with some of the characters. I don't know. Black Panther in February's two. 
2018. So we really don't have anything with the main line like Iron Man, Captain America the, for like two years. The next time we have someone with all these characters is Avengers Infinity War Part 1, May 4th, 2018. Holy cow. So three years from now. Yeah. I mean, so it's, so it's May. So yeah, it would be two years and a couple of months after Civil War comes out. Yeah. So this, I mean, this really is like the close to a chapter or like the middle of something here, and then we'll pick it up years from now. Yeah, let's let's, wow. let's go on like the other confirmed uh, movies. Ant-Man and the Wasp finishes out 2018, so we have Infinity War Part 1, then Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, then we have Captain Marvel in 2019, and... Um, these are getting close together. At least this is awesome. the way it is. Captain Marvel in March, and yeah. then May, Avengers Infinity War Part 2. Then in July, Inhumans is the... Uh... So, I mean, them being close together, that doesn't surprise me that much, because in the middle of phases, things have been pretty close together. I mean, we'll have like two or three releases in the same year sometimes, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, and then uh, Avengers... Age of Ultron weren't that far from each other. Do you want to know a rumor about Thor Ragnarok? Ooh, maybe. All right, sure. so... The Hulk is going to be in Thor Ragnarok, <gasps> and it's it's being said that it's a buddy movie between Thor and Hulk. <laughs> I don't know how. I, I mean, this, that would be amazing. I would love that. Yeah. But uh, but I don't know how how they would do that. My, uh, so Mark Ruffalo, who plays Bruce Banner, uh, has revealed a few more. This is from Gamespot.com has revealed a few more pieces of information about the upcoming Thor Ragnarok. Quote, I think it's going to be a buddy picture with Thor and Bruce Banner, the actor told the New York Daily News while promoting his latest movie, Spotlight. And I think they'll probably fight. There's no doubt everyone wants us to fight at one point. While Mark Ruffalo admitted he didn't really know that much about it, he did confirm the apocalyptic nature of the film's storyline. I know it's about the Norse legends of Ragnarok or the end times in the Marvel Universe as it pertains to Thor, which seems to be quite the theme these days in movies. That's hilarious. A buddy movie. Are you sure that he's not just like no. laughing? No, I don't. Th- I don't think so. I don't know, dude. That's, it seems really hilarious. Like, it seems amazing, but I also think it Here's seems Chris kind of Hensworth. Let's see what he said one day ago. This is from the New York Daily News. So this is hot news. No, I know this is hot, hot, hot off the presses. <laughs> Phone's burning my hand. It's also taking forever to load. That's actually just your processor burning out, Chris. Oh, <laughs> whoops! It's just your phone overheating. Have you uh, have you seen pictures of like people's phones that have actually exploded in their pockets and what? stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, well, the battery. I mean, if your battery gets ruptured, it's going to explode. That's well, not just even the that. Nature it's like, it's like some, you know, if if you have say you have a faulty battery, like right. th- they can explode in yeah, your pocket. Yeah, because the, whatever the uh, the material that's in your battery, like if they c- have come in contact with uh, oxygen, like the air, then they will just ignite. It'll just be... This is this is like... This, this site is just taking forever to load. This is the worst, John. Dude, non-mobile sites are the worst. I'm going to get off the Wi-Fi and see if that helps. There we go. Did there. it work? Yeah, well, my it, Wi-Fi was hiccuping? Yep, yep, yep. Comcast. All right, so uh, this is uh, from New York Daily News by Ethan Sachs. Add Chris Hemsworth to the chorus of fanboys who believe the presence of the Hulk in the upcoming Thor Ragnarok means there's another heavyweight bout between the two heroes. Yeah. But he's also pretty sure he knows who will win. Ooh. Uh, co-star, oh, I was right. Co-star Mark Ruffalo's walking green anger management issue seems to get the upper hand in the 2012 throwdown in Avengers. They did fight in Avengers. This time, Hemsworth, who doesn't know, know much yet about the pot, plot of the movie... Scheduled for a November 3rd, 2017 release, would put money down on his Norse god for the inevitable rematch after Ruffalo joined the cast of Ragnarok. I mean, why would he not put money on himself? I mean, otherwise, you got like just 
Yeah, otherwise Thor is feels confident he can win every battle. I mean, of course. And I don't disagree. I don't know. I love his reasoning. He says, quote, I'd like to think I'd I'd like to think I let him win last time, but because this movie is called Thor, I have to win this time. <laughs> 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 That's really funny. Uh, so he said, uh, Hemsworth, however, is looking forward to the dialogue scenes with the Hulk's alter ego, Bruce Banner, more than the fisticuffs. Quote, I hope it's a Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid sort of story, he says, referring to the 1969 Buddy Western That's that awesome. starred Paul Newman and Robert Redford. That would be fun. I love Mark. I think those two characters haven't spent a whole lot of time talking to each other on screen so far in the Marvel movies. So it's something new. I think it would be bring something different out of the characters. It's hard to have a conversation with the Hulk. Yeah, so I I mean I would love to see this. And and that makes a little bit of sense. Like thinking about it now, the more I think about it, the more Bruce Banner being involved it makes sense because think about um all of the professors and scientists that um come in contact with Thor in both of his movies. Um, mm-hmm. And so it would make sense that Bruce Banner, if he knows something about the uh, impending doom, yeah. then he would be involved in this. So that would be awesome. Uh, so also interesting news at the end of this article. It says, um, uh, for now, Thor has plenty of fight left in him. Hemsworth has three movies left under his Marvel contract, including the two-part Aven- Avengers Infinity War, which takes him through 2019, which I guess so it's Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War Part 1, Infinity War Part 2. Contractually, he says, contractually, that will finish me up. I have to see how I feel at the end of them. It's still a while away, says Hemsworth. He jokes that maybe a fourth Thor solo movie should involve a thunder god who lets himself go, training less, and eating more. (laughs) He said, ask me me in three films time. That's fine. So, I mean, obviously, he's not going to say, like, yeah, I'll definitely come back. Because then, you know, Disney will be like, all right, well, we will pay you nothing. (laughs) Right, right. You want it that badly. Uh, But, you know, like, it doesn't sound like he's anti coming back. For um, for more movies, uh, that's the the one thing looming on the horizon, like that we've talked about before. It's like uh, Chris Evans has said he's done after these, and like, and I don't think he, um, he will ever will never act again. But he's basically saying, I don't want to act anymore. I want to direct, and so yeah, um, I don't see him being Captain America after he's after Infinity War. Um, I think it's also possible that. We don't see Tony Stark again after that. Like as much as I would love an Iron Man four, yeah, you know, um, Robert Downey Jr. He, like he got hurt on the last uh, Avengers, right? Or, no, got hurt on Iron Man. Did he get yeah. hurt on Avengers two? Well, uh, no. So he, he got didn't. hurt on Iron Man three. Yeah, but it's just like, but he he does keep coming back though because he's not under contract for a series of films. He comes back for one shot. So who knows? But. Either way, I'm super excited, John, about the future of this franchise. Me too. You wonder about the contracts, like if that's why they're introducing a lot of these newer characters and seeing Mm -hmm. how they attach. Mm -hmm. So that way Mm -hmm. they can maybe – because so far we've had the same core of uh, a couple handfuls of characters that basically go um, every movie. Like you see a a familiar face in every single movie uh, as you go forward. And we're approaching the time whenever – if they did that – we would be done yeah. by 2018 or 2019 or whatever. Yeah. So like they're extending that a little bit by a couple of years to, by filling in with these other films and setting us up for like guardians of the galaxy, uh, characters and getting people to love the new Spider-Man and getting people to, to love the new black Panther or not new black, Panther, but the black Panther <laughs> and uh, captain Marvel. And it's yeah. like those characters will attach. Um, I, I, even though like while we were out in, in uh, Disneyland for the races, seeing 
numerous people uh, dressed up as Captain Marvel. I mean, that that character will blow up. And yeah, and she everyone. hasn't even had a movie yet. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, all all they've had are comic books and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like being on a movie. That'll be amazing. Yeah. Um, for those characters, John. Something we never did that we need to do is uh, we need to watch the first season of Daredevil and review it. Uh, I have watched a lot of it. Yeah, I need to watch all of it. Okay. I've watched the first episode. I need to probably finish it up. Yeah, you should finish it up. Also, Jessica Jones came out last week. This is true. Last weekend, and we yep. need to watch that and review that. So maybe we uh, maybe we do that here in the in the in the foreseeable future. We should. Um, something I heard mm. in the in Jessica Jones, they don't, and even in Daredevil or whatever, they don't bring up a lot of the other uh, heroes and things. And I just wonder if if it, it's a situation similar to on Supergirl, they don't bring up Superman. Yeah, they I call mean, him your cousin, and they like they they avoid saying their names a lot of times in awkward ways. And so I just wonder if like is there a licensing thing or is it like I just don't know. I hope. I mean, I wish if there was that they would say so because yeah, like well let's you know. With Supergirl, yes, it is. It's, right. it's in the contract. They cannot say Superman. The same it's thing, weird. or Batman. The same thing with like Gotham. Like they can't use Batman, the character. They can use Bruce Wayne all they want and all the villains. So they cannot use Batman. Yeah. Um, and the same thing goes with Flash and Arrow. Like they just they don't want these these main characters to cross over into the television series, which is weird that you can but reference But they're totally them. doing it. They're totally crossing over anyway. We literally see Superman's ankles in right. Supergirl. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then we see um, <laughs> Ted Cord Industries in, in Arrow recently, yeah. which is the Blue, Blue, Blue Beetle. Even um, on the uh, trailer that we were just talking about with uh, Legends of Tomorrow, he references uh, Dark Knight. Yeah. He says, oh, no, I've he, seen Dark he, Knights fall. No, he say, the line is, I've seen... I've seen Men of Steel die and Dark Knights fall. Yeah, that's totally a reference <laughs> to Superman and Batman. If you, oh, yeah. unless you're like completely like outside of the loop, right? <laughs> there's no way you don't know that that's about Superman and Batman. The uh, the other thing, like we've seen Ferris Air, which is the the, the Green Lantern and right. stuff like that, and so it's like, hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I the the thing that makes me think that it's something like that, where in both TV shows or Netflix shows, yeah. The skyline of New York does not contain um, Avengers Tower. Yeah. Which makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Because it's not that – it would be that hard to put in. Right. It wouldn't cost a lot of time. Right. Like it wouldn't be a ton – like a big budget buster. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it – I don't understand. It's it's right next to – you know, in the movies, right next to the Empire State Building. It's it's just as tall. And so it's like it's there. Yeah. With a big A on it. Yeah. With a a big Avengers (laughs) on it. Uh, I don't don't know. I don't know the reasoning behind all that. I don't know if like is there a contractual obligation. Are they trying to say like this is not – are they saying this is – but it is because even in Daredevil, they reference the uh, the know. events that take place in in uh, the first movie. And the other thing is, like, we have a TV show, uh, Agents of Shield, that yeah. does. They right. do bring it up all the time. They yeah. bring up these. They drop names all the time. They're just a name dropping fiend. Right. But, but then you but, have these Netflix shows that it seems like they go out of their way to avoid saying the actual names. Super weird, dude. It's very strange. But regardless, anyway. we will we will review them in the future. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, that's the news. Well, John, this has been a good episode. It's been a great episode. I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this on the road, please watch out for deer and mm-hmm. other things. Escaping got, turkeys. Yeah, escaping turkeys for sure. Man, those things, they just fly away. <laughs> all, the, all the time. They're just, I, okay, the movie <laughs> Chicken Run. Oh, man, I don't. Do Did you I, ever see that movie? No, I don't think it's so. It's a good movie. 
It's where these chickens try to escape the chicken coop, and it's like claymation, kind of like uh, Wallace uh, and Gromit. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like I have seen like I haven't watched it, but it's I've really seen good. this on television. It's funny. It's good. I like I'll have it. To watch it next time I see it. Oh yeah. Whenever you see it on television. All right. Stop and watch. I will. Um, so coming up in the future, uh, we'll, we're going. Oh, John. What? Hang on. Whoa. Before we move on. Whoa. We forgot to have a Star Wars moment this week. Oh my gosh. John. All right. So what is your your Star Wars moment? I did mine last week. It's your turn. Okay. So my Star Wars moment is leading up to the, to the Force Awakens. This is leading up to The Force Awakens. Um, I'm trying to think of which one I haven't done yet because uh, I have a, like, I have a bunch of them in my mind. Okay, here we go. So the first moment that we go to hyperspace, mm. like that moment is – I remember it just being awestruck mm-hmm. by how the visual looks of just these stars just peeling back. And then um, finding out like in interviews and stuff about – you know with George Lucas that he would limit – uh, how often and when people would go into to hyperspace because he wanted it every time to be a big moment, to, mm-hmm. to be a visually stunning moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in the uh, whenever we see it happen in the prequels, um, where you know you don't see it inside from inside the cockpit like that, you see it from a different angle. And so uh, you know the the original time whenever you're in the Millennium Falcon and they go into it, it'll still be uh, a unique moment. Mm. Um, so that's one of my favorite things about the like that first movie is whenever that happens, you're just like we are on a completely different level here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd never seen anything like that in yeah. uh, in in movies or television or whatever you know that's awesome just amazing yeah for sure hyperspace hyperspace boom so that's our road to the force awakens uh What's star the wars exact moment countdown that's what i'm pulling up right now and uh it's it's i'm it's getting close man. it's within three weeks man it's getting so close can you believe that within three weeks we will be watching a star wars movie that's gonna be nuts a new star wars experience like okay I, so apparently there's been things that have been leaking out about this. So it's been like, oh, yeah. if you are, if you don't want to be spoiled, like just to avoid them all together. It's been a crazy, uh, there's been a lot of stuff recently. I'm just like, oh man, all this stuff is just happening. Like dude. And like you were saying, it was on the cover of uh, entertainment weekly. There were some yeah. spoilers in the text or whatever. So, uh, the official countdown, Chris mm. to our 10, 10 showing mm-hmm. in central time mm-hmm. on December 17th, 2015. Yes. is 21 days. 23 hours, 1 minute, and 40 seconds oh, on man. the dot right then. So it's right now it's 38, 37, 36. We can just watch this until it's it insane, happens. It's insane, dude. I have a proposition for you, John. Ooh, what's this proposition? All right. So the uh, the, the Nashville IMAX Theater is playing, uh, playing The Force Awakens in digital IMAX. Yeah. The nearest place that is playing it on 70-millimeter film is Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, my gosh. We got to go. Two hours away. Mm-hmm. You, me. I'm in. We're gonna go road tripping. All right, it's done. We got we got to buy the tickets before we go though, because yes. I, like we don't want to get there and no. it be sold out or something. That Agreed. Would be, that would be horrifying. But I have to see this in, in <laughs> seventy millimeter. Film. I feel like I would cry. I would like stand there and like cry and hope <laughs> people would just let me buy their ticket from them. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know what I'd do if I got on there. Seventy millimeter film. Yeah, I, I wonder why they're not showing it on in more I, theaters. Well, like they're saying they, that each theater had the option. Yep. I mean, they that's left it up to the theater. We'll I, go. I want to talk to you. I after really, Christmas. We're making a road trip to. I Birmingham. legitimately think I'm gonna like if, if there's a. I'm gonna have to ask for a comment card at our IMAX and say what we're doing. Say we're literally driving two hours to see this on 70 millimeter uh, mm. IMAX film. Mm-hmm. Next time you have the option, 
please do it. Do it. Yeah. Also, there's other. We should have had this in the news too. Oh my gosh, this is all like news addendum. Yeah, news addendum. Do you want to go back into the news, Chris? No, it's fine. Okay. Well, the news. The news. Okay. Breaking news, John. Bra- breaking news. No, it's not breaking news, <laughs> but it's news. It's Quick. news that we broke, we duct taped back together, and we're pretending like it's still fixed. For one day only. One day only. Christmas Day. Quentin Tarantino is releasing The Hateful Eight in IMAX. You will have an intermission and a, uh, a, a little booklet that you get with your, the purchase of your ticket <laughs> to see it. This was shot on 65 millimeter film, so, so basically the same. It will be, be um, shown only in 100 cities in the United States on 70 millimeter film. Is our city one of them? He shot this in Super Panavision, which like one of only 11 movies ever to shoot at Super Panavision. Super so it's like, Panavision? It's, so it's crazy really wide. wide. Crazy wide. But it's still on the same size screen, so it's like it's just going to be smaller. Yeah. Well, if you watch it on like a, a normal in a normal theater, yeah, it's just going to be like but you're going to have IMAX huge black theater. bars. Well, it'll still have black bars, but it'll be wider. You know, if it's on seventy millimeter film, John. Oh my gosh, Chris. I know. I really want to do this. I'm like, oh, I just want to go on Christmas now. But it's Christmas Day, and it's the only day it's happening. It's Christmas Day, Chris. It's Christmas Day. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna make it happen. I don't think we can make but it happen. But I wish I could. Is it in Nashville though? Like we don't city? know yet. What cities? We don't know what cities. Yet. We don't even know what cities. No, it's just a hundred cities. What are they drawing cities out of a hat? I guess so. Just throwing like darts at a map. Sure. Spinning the globe, putting the finger down. That yep. that trick. It also it's boggling like to the mind that they would do that because that's only a week after. The Force Awakens comes out, and so they're going to take a whole day, like Christmas Day. That I guess people go see movies on Christmas Day because movies always release on Christmas Day. They're going to take the Force Awakens out of IMAX. I could see going and, to see a movie on and Christmas put day. in. I would too. I'm just saying, like, I can't believe that uh, their deal with Disney will allow them to take a hundred screens and put the hateful eight in there all day. That's just so wild. Yeah, I don't even know, man. I I don't know. So I I can totally see opening like going to see a movie on Christmas Day, you know, and that being a, such a cool experience, it'd be amazing to do that. But your birthday is also on Christmas Day. It is. So. And so typically we do Christmas in the yes. morning and birthday later that night. I celebrate my birth, John. This year, I'm, you, I was about to say if you really wanted to, we could celebrate your birth by going to see The Hateful Eight. I could probably pull it off because I'm turning thirty this year, John. It's true. It's a big one. That's mind-boggling it's uh what is that three three decades three decades three decades three decades old so that means you have to punch three aids okay i don't even know what that means <laughs> uh, Deckum, chris what's weird is Deckum. we can talk about this a little bit later but like i feel i feel the same yeah but like it's just like man in my mind whenever i was a kid like you know 20 year olds like whatever like they're like once you hit 30 i'm like that's old like you're an adult you know, for sure. Well, like you're, you know, like in my mind, yeah, like, whatever, whenever you, know, you think were about, a kid and you were thinking yeah, you're about like it, 10 years old, you're just like, man, 30, those, those are old people. I remember thinking whenever I was like seven or eight that 15 was a good age. Where oh, I was like, yeah, oh, 15, right. that's going to be a great year. <laughs> and then, you know, 15 comes and goes, and right. then you're like, oh, you know. It's the thing is, I don't want to be one of those 25. people, because like, I've enjoyed every year. Right. And I like, I, and every year I feel like, yeah, you know, life gets better. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of like, I'm not going to be one of those people like, oh, man. Time moves a little bit faster relative. Like, have you ever thought about this? Like, whenever you're a kid, yes, a year obviously. takes forever. Well, it's because in, in regards to the rest of your life. It's like an eighth of your life. Exactly. 
And this is like a thirtieth of my life, so it's like, well, it's not that long. Yeah. But and I, so I, I get that. Um, yeah. well, I mean, but that doesn't like that doesn't make me go to this dark place. Of you know, like, not. About my own mortality or anything. It's just kind of like, well, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Just still do the same stuff. Yeah, it's it's, it's just strange. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very strange yeah. to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, Chris, mm. happy early 30th birthday. Oh, thanks, man. Let me know if this is anywhere around us and if you want to do this for All your right. 30th birthday. All right. I'll make the call. Because we can try to try to make a road trip on, oh, man. on Christmas wild. afternoon. Maybe I can make a midnight showing or something? I don't know, man. I, I, it depends on what the showings are and where it is. Oh, yeah, because if, right. it's, if it's in um, somebody close by, like if it's in Nashville, it would be, like, be fine. Isn't there, isn't there a, a film one in Evansville somewhere like that? Mm. I don't know. Indiana? I don't know. There, I mean, there might be one in St. Louis, too. Mm. I don't know. I don't think, mm, you're right. I don't know. Who knows? We'll, we'll just have to see what yep. theater this ends up in. Yep. Well, that's the uh, that's the additive news. <laughs> yes. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Yep. <laughs> we uh, we we would sing you a song if there was a Thanksgiving song. I don't think there is. The Thanksgiving song. Thank you, thank you. That's it. We made it. <laughs> that was that was our gift to you. <laughs> thank you, for th- but seriously, thank you for being podcast listeners. We appreciate it. We would not do this without you, yeah. or maybe we would. No, no one would listen, <laughs> and we would be sad. Shouting but, into the chasm of the world, yeah, the internet. Like, well, we just, we have to leave our mark somehow, of our legacy. Yeah, maybe someone years from now will discover the podcast <laughs> in some sort of a time capsule. <laughs> but yeah, th- hmm. thank you, thank you to everyone who's written in this year, who has said oh, yeah. you know like you know given us topics and yeah. shared funny things on Twitter. Oh yeah, uh, we appreciate all of you and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you get some rest, uh, watch some football, maybe do some get some sweet Black Friday deals. Yeah, spend some time with your family and. Um, Yes. And listen to this podcast. And listen to this podcast. Yep. yep. I, I love I love the podcast, man. I love that we can uh, we can do the podcast every week and uh, and share our love of entertainment with everyone who listens. It's Agreed. amazing. Yep. So it good. is. It's wild. It's great. It's crazy. Thank you to everyone. Living. There yes. we go. That's it for this week. Check us out on Twitter at Chris <laughs> You almost went right into the ending. <laughs> yep. Um, and John Wright 777 and at Target Pod, always online at stayintargetpodcast.com you can find this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher please leave us a review on both we like your kind words yeah that's it for this week we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target, Target.